Do complex legal issues hold you back? Let's get energized and bring clarity to your top legal questions. This is Law Talk with the Flock by Guzman Law Firm. Welcome to Law Talk with the Flock. I'm your host, Gina Guzman. I am a CEO, author, and managing partner of the Guzman Law Firm, here to help navigate you and your way through the law, your life as a business leader, and general business. And today I'm really excited to have with me, I have a guest on the episode today, Mac LaRock. And Mac is the president of Arbor Bank in Omaha, Nebraska. And today we're going to be talking about what's going on in the business due to COVID-19 and this new era that we're all in. So welcome to the podcast, Mac. Hey, thanks a lot for having me. Looking Absolutely. Forward to it. I'm excited to have you on. And I know we had some uh, technical issues we were working through. And so thanks for being patient with us here as we got this kicked off today. Hey, no problem. That's how technology works, right? We're all getting more used to using even more technology, but sometimes it can still uh, cause us to want to pull our hair out, much like a lot of these issues that we're dealing with with COVID. Yeah, well, that's that is for sure. We and and to your point, uh, you know, we have been seeing several client issues. Obviously, we've I like to think we've been on the front line of this COVID nineteen issue in dealing with the small businesses who are have been directly uh, impacted. Obviously, the hardest hit have been the restaurants, the dental offices, the uh, chiropractors, retail locations, just due to uh, the mandatory closures. And uh, there's there's a lot of uncertainty out there. And um, and the crystal you know, ball is hazy, right? It is. It is. Yeah. And I I would tell you the the PPP process was was very similar. It was it was a process that was really rushed out the door, um, rightfully mm -hmm. so. That uh, hey, we need to hurry up and get funds in small business owners' hands, but with that, there was a lot of uh, clarifications that a banker like myself would really like to have had up front. And, and I'm sure you've heard and the media has, has done a nice job of, of uh, explaining all of those issues as well. But uh, there were a lot of unknowns uh, for the small business owner, for the banks. And we right. were the ones that were providing that guidance. And we're so used to providing guidance and having the answers to those questions. So uh, there was a lot of uncertain times. Um, mm -hmm. But I... I would tell you that um, uh, at least this this first two rounds, we're excited about what we've been able to do. Um, as a community bank, we we helped uh, just over 500 uh, awesome. small businesses, and um, you know, roughly 65 million in in loan volume for a for a 400 million dollar bank. Uh, that's that's pretty exciting. Absolutely, that's huge. Congratulations yeah. on helping so many businesses at this critical time. Yeah, well, thank you very much. We, we're very proud of it. A lot of long hours. And I mentioned the gray hair earlier when we were signing on. I definitely have a few more of those. <laughs> well, people are excited to go be able to get their haircuts too, aren't they? So things are, we're all looking forward to. Yes. Yeah. I think we're all excited about the, the, uh, the openings and mm -hmm. uh, obviously restaurants, dental offices that were, were closed. And, right. uh, you know, a lot of individuals just laid off and without jobs. So with this opening, uh, you know, I think that I don't know what, what your feel is, but I feel as though there's there's some energy out there. Just the fact that, hey, you don't have to go get a pickup order. You can actually stop and go have dinner. Right. And uh, now maybe you want to wear your mask. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But uh, but I think that just that energy is really um, is really exciting to see. 
and uh, hopefully a lot of these businesses bounce back, bounce back quickly. Absolutely. I know we're a resilient people, right? And as a result, I think we'll get through this uh, as in the long run. It just can be a, a little challenging in the meantime. And you mentioned too how there hasn't been a lot of guidance, and I know they're kind of writing some of the rules after the fact. That that is so true. That is so true. And in, in fact, you know, early on it was determining the loan amount. Okay. Um, but the whole idea is that in an in an ideal world, in eight weeks that after this money is spent, that these business owners are going to be coming back and asking for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And those are the major questions that we're, we're needing to answer now. And again, much like from the beginning, there's not a lot of guidance right. provided as of yet. Now, um, you know, the answers that we're giving to those customers are we're interpreting it, the, the rules as we go, um, as is the SBA. Our local mm -hmm. offices don't have all the answers either. Right. Um, the, tr the Treasury is providing some Q&A guidance along the way. Mm -hmm. The most recent was updated as of today. And so they are continuing to provide that guidance. But again, on the forgiveness piece is the biggest question, because in theory, and in theory, that 75% of these funds have to be used for payroll, mm -hmm. uh, at, at least 75%, and then up to 25% can be used for rent, utilities, mortgage interest. Okay, so mm -hmm. so what we believe is going to happen is that after that eight week period, we will we will have a calculator, if you will, a one page application that does provide for the forgiveness. But until we have that definitive rules, what we're telling all of our business owners, keep your receipts. And and that's a figurative term. But in, in theory, continue doing business as you would. And very similar information that we asked up front to define what that loan amount was we believe will be very similar information to what we're asking for for the forgiveness piece. Document, 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 as lawyers that's, like to say. That's exactly right. And, and I tell you, there's probably half of our 500 plus in business owners that decide to open up an entirely separate checking account. You bet. To funnel all of those funds through that checking account. That isn't a necessary thing, but mm -hmm. a lot of the business owners, potentially maybe the ones that maybe didn't have the sophisticated accounting, uh, in-house accounting, they decided to go that route just to just to help document. Helps keep from commingling. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, so and what else are you seeing out there in addition to PVP? Because I know that there's there is some other business still happening too. Yeah, most definitely. We we are definitely seeing uh, folks that had projects that they had on the radar, and some have decided that hey, we're going to hold off and see see what happens here, right? Mm -hmm. uh, whether that's real estate, whether that's acquiring an existing business, but we're also seeing folks that are optimistic that hey, the the economy was strong. This is a blip on the radar. Let's continue pushing forward. You know, the majority of those are the ones that are well capitalized and the ones that can can weather these storms. And sure. I think that that's the biggest thing is is. As these businesses are well capitalized, they can weather these storms and continue doing business as usual. Mm -hmm. Especially um, if they didn't have it all tied in the stock market and they're not well, doing the roller coaster. <laughs> so that's starting to come back. It is, back. thankfully. Yeah, yes. Going here on the TV, Dow's at 23,000 today, down about 500. So, yeah, could be worse. But you're right, absolute roller coaster. Um, to that point, the things that we were seeing initially, the the businesses that we saw were were definitely affected up front were the restaurants, the chiropractors, the dental offices, the retail stores that were forced to close. Right. But one one of the questions that we're fielding now a lot is from our landlords. Okay, so 
the landlords are now having those conversations with the restaurant, with the retail store, with the dental office that was paying them rent. Mm-hmm. And because of the closures, now the landlord is, you know, potentially not being able to collect the rent. And then, so in theory, when what we're telling those individuals in that case is, please tell your tenants, go talk to their bank, go find some PPP funding. There's still money out there. Believe it or not, when the second round came out, they were telling us it was going at $3 billion an hour. And, you know, that was two weeks ago now. There's still funds. So the good news, and from my impression on that, is that the majority of small business owners that need the funds have been helped. I tell you, we are still seeing a handful of them that that were left, um, whether they started the process and kind of got lost in the shuffle. So we are still seeing those folks, but I think the vast majority of small businesses that have needed the funds are getting it. Um, but on, the, on that note of the landlords, what we are recommending to those individuals too is go talk to your banker. If you have debt on that real estate and your tenants are affected, if first stop, have them get the PPP funding to help cover the rent. But if that is not the case and they are not able to, go talk to your bankers. We have we have ability to go interest only, to defer payments, to restructure some of that debt in these uncertain times. So now every bank has a different approach to that. Um, so I, it's not a flat across the board, but I would tell you, start that conversation with, with your banker. You bet. And those that get the PPP funds, they can use up to 25% of that for things like paying their rent. Absolutely. Rent, mortgage interest, all of, all of the above, up to 25%. You're absolutely correct. So if those debts were incurred before they uh, had the issues, then they're able to use a portion of that money and still have it forgiven for those things that are, are not payroll. That is that is absolutely correct. And then on that forgiveness piece as well, is it's it's very important to keep in mind that even if these small business owners say they weren't able to rehire all of their employees because some of those employees are on unemployment and they mm-hmm. weren't able to open their doors, even if those funds aren't forgiven, it is an SBA guaranteed loan, and what that and it's at one percent. Believe me, that's uh, us bankers don't like a one percent spread. It's kind of hard to keep the lights on there. But with that, it is a one percent loan, which is a very attractive loan. So at the end of the day, if let's just say seventy five percent of it can be forgiven, that remaining twenty five percent just becomes a loan that those folks can use those funds for other operating expenses. They just have to be paid back over a two year period at at one percent. Right. And don't get it, give out a lot of 1% loans, right? And no, this is a very all... unusual circumstance. No, in fact, uh, we've been paying that on the deposit side, uh, you know, as of late. So yeah, it's, uh, that's, that's awful difficult to, to work in the margins there. I'm sure navigating all these issues in such uncertain times has been quite the challenge. Well, thank you so much for kind of explaining some of what you're seeing out there. And I got to know, so what restaurant are you most looking forward to going back to? You believe it or not, it is Cilantro's. Cilantro's is the family's favorite. If you haven't had it, they have a a margarita slash Corona drink that is to die for. Oh, well, that's perfect for the Corona time, the margarita Corona drink. (laughs) It's, It's called the California. The California. Well, that's a great tip too, Mac. Well, thank you again so much for being on the podcast with me today and sharing with our listeners uh, what you're seeing out there and some great helpful tips for business owners and folks that are trying to make it through to the other side. So I want to thank you once more. And uh, for our listeners out there, go make it worth it. Thank you. 
Thanks for joining us for Law Talk with the Flock by Gooseman Law Firm. We hope you feel energized and ready to soar past your goals. Become a Flock fan and subscribe to our podcast for weekly episodes. Learn more at GooseminLaw.com.